This week on the podcast, we're leaving no stone uncovered to uncover. <laughs> one more time. I'm going to get this right one of these times. This week on the podcast, we're uncovering every stone to reveal the lies of Big Urine. Coming to you live, well, recorded live from sunny Santa Barbara, California, it's... Discussion Dome? Oh. What a letdown. Usually such a great beginning. But you know, it has, we've had a multi-week. I just, I really have to pee after reading this story. Just my <laughs> bladder's full. Of Hard knowledge. So here's my key question for you. How do you feel about amusement parks? I am honestly not a huge fan of amusement Shocker. parks. I know I'm such a downer, but... I okay. I loved Disneyland as a kid. I was super into the Star Tours. I am not a huge roller coaster fan. I feel like they're just uncomfortable and scary and give me whiplash. You know, one of my favorite memories of all time is in high school going with my friends to a water park in New Jersey called Action Park, which was so dangerous. Even at that time, it had the name, it was called, the name of the place was Action Park, but it had the nickname of Traction Park, of what you'd be when you end up in the hospital. <laughs> and this place was so infamous. They've made, the place is long since closed for, for like getting sued out of existence, but they made multiple documentaries about it. They made a movie about it with uh, Johnny Knoxville. Oh, wow. So I kind of have a... a You're uh, into it. I'm super, I, you know, I haven't been to one you lately. You like the adrenaline rush? I haven't been to one lately, but I think I would really like to go back to to, to go back to a roller coaster. I mean, yeah. given the paper we're talking about this Yeah, week. I mean, I think you now have a whole new reason why you can go back to an amusement park for it, science. And medicine. Now, we're living in a COVID age, and what, there's so many downsides of this, but one of the biggest, as we're going to learn soon, is we no longer have access to key medical technologies that we had access to three months ago. And I know what you're thinking. Sure, you mean we don't have access to hospitals or access to doctors. And that may be true, but there's a yet more innovative medical treatment, which we don't have access to right now. And that treatment is... Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Roller coasters. It's true. So Medically proven, folks. Medically proven. We have so, the evidence for you here today. So here is a paper which has won an actual Nobel Prize. Well, it's an Ig Nobel Prize, and we'll talk about what that is. But, <laughs> but it is a Nobel Prize. And so here is the paper. It's called Validation of a Functional Paleocalcial renal model for the evaluation of Bravo. a renal calculi passage <laughs> while riding a roller coaster by Mark Mitchell at, and it's, where's Mark Mitchell from? He is from Michigan State. It was published in 2018 in the Journal of the American Osteopathic Association, an Ooh. actual journal. That sounds all pretty fancy and scientific like. Mm hmm. But, you know, what they're dealing with the real problem here, which is the problem of, uh, of kidney stones. Yeah, I, I, I haven't had them, thankfully, although I've had many family members who have 
told me about the horrors of kidney stones and their pain. And I gotta say, when you shared this paper with me, it it really made me rethink amusement parks and their value to society. <laughs> you know, I, the I think the phrase I've heard lately about kidney stones is that it's like giving birth to a porcupine, yeah. which I... I have not personally done, but that doesn't sound too pleasant, I must say. <laughs> How about you? I mean, not to get too personal, but have you given... <laughs> have I have given you... birth to a porcupine? Yeah, I know. I mean, it's a personal question, uh, I know. Yeah. I Not yet. Not, not yet. Not yeah, yet. There's still time. So we have a problem, which is kidney stones. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I looked it up. Do you know what a kidney stone even is? I mean, it's this little hard kind of calcified growth, right, that builds or gets bigger over time. Yeah, right. I mean, it's like this mineral deposits that mm-hmm. kind of grow in your kidneys mm-hmm. and grow and grow and kind of get stuck. Yeah, and, and sometimes uh, they can come out right. on and some, their own. <laughs> and sometimes they don't, in which yeah. case all sorts of very lot treatments, surgeries, mm-hmm. all, all sorts of things are involved to get them out. But so it's kind of mineral deposits that, that – and so there's all sorts of treatments, you know, like things like drink a lot of water – you know, uh, you know, ultra. There's all sorts of like. You can idea- use lasers, right, to break the stones into smaller pieces. That's what the ultrasound surgeries. is for. Okay. They use ultra. They can use ultrasound to like mm-hmm. switch a sound waves to break up the stones, but that doesn't always work. Sometimes you really are just left with like just them slicing into you to get it out of there. Right. So you know, people don't really enjoy being sliced into. So they, for time immemorial, been looking for alternatives. <laughs> And we found one. We did. And the thing I love about this is that the authors of the study listened to their patients on this one. They started getting anecdotes from patients that they were riding a roller coaster at Disneyland, Walt Disney World. All of their patients who rode this one particular roller coaster, which many of you are probably familiar with, Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. And all of the patients that rode that roller coaster passed their kidney stones after riding the <laughs> roller coaster. And and the doctors took it seriously. And they started to think, well, maybe there's something to this. And I think they further thought, wait a minute. Can I get a grant-funded trip out to Disneyland out of this? <laughs> yes. Exactly what they thought. <laughs> so... Maybe we can talk about, so what did they do in this test? So they're looking at, okay, is there some connection between roller coasters? You know, Walt Disney World, the most magical place on earth. They're looking for a connection between roller coasters and kidney stones. What did they do in this work? So from what I can gather, they started to think, okay, there's got to be some connection between riding the roller coaster and passing the kidney stone and something about, you know, the the physics of the roller coaster, right? And they came up with a way to recreate the situation that their patients were in, which was, you know, having a kidney stone and riding the roller coaster, but they did it without actual people having kidney stones. So I want you to describe to me (laughs) what they ended up (laughs) creating. Well, and this is where big urine comes in in a big way. Um, you know, uh, so they created a um, an anatomical model of a kidney out of silicone. And, you know, the problem is with kidney stones is that there's all these like passages and like small tight crevices. And that's where kidney stones get stuck in is some of these crevices and passages. So actually, 
they built a model of the of one of those people. You know, he mentioned some of his patients. You know, went to Walt Disney World and they went to this roller coaster, and the pastor was like, "Great, let's check out your kidneys." So they built a medical model of that guy's kidneys. I don't exactly. know how they did it using some MRI machine. Hopefully, they didn't slice it out of him. I don't know how, <laughs> but somehow they built a silicone model of this guy's kidneys, and then they put this guy, this guy's kidney stones into that into that model. Yeah, real kidney stones. In, in, and there's a the- photo of this model in the paper, by the way. Yeah, it kind of looks. It, yeah, how do you describe that photo? What does it kind of? What does it look like to you? Uh, it's not PG rated. If you want me to describe <laughs> what it looks like in shape form, but it looks kind of like a big silicone ice tray shaped, like what I guess the you know kidney system is, which I didn't know beforehand exactly how intricate it was. But it you know it looks like a series of tubes and just little pockets where the stones get stuck in. It's a series of tubes, much like the internet. <laughs> um, and then, so, but the key thing is, you know, to make it as real as possible, you know, because kidneys, it's not just tubes and stones. I mean, it's liquid in there. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, that's what kidneys are all about, right? So they uh, they filled this uh, device with urine also. And who's urine, you might ask? Well, the lead research is urine. Which so. is not said in the paper, <laughs> but we not, investigated yes. even deeper. <laughs> Yes, they went. Dear uh, listener. Yes. Actual, and I feel bad saying actual research was done by us to do this. But in fact, that was done to find that there was a, yeah. So they built this like backpack sized silicone model with kidney stones in it filled with urine. Real urine. Real urine. And then placed this model in a backpack. And then they went to Walt Disney World. And they actually got permission from Walt Disney World to perform this experiment. They didn't sneak their backpack in full of pee. I mean, <laughs> they were allowed to do this. I mean, that's pretty amazing because like whenever I have to sneak in a backpack full of pee into into amusement parks, I have to sneak it in. I've never thought to ask permission, but now I, I just need to say I'm doing it for science and then it's okay. I'm sure that's all you need to do. That's right. It's pretty amazing. So, okay. So, and then what happened next? So they've got this backpack full of urine. (laughs) Yeah. And then, of course, you know, for it to be scientifically accurate, you can't just do the experiment once, right? You need to do it multiple times. So they decided to ride the roller coaster 20 times so that they can see what happens 20 different times to multiple different kidney stones in different parts of their silicone kidney. And what I love about this is that, you know, Walt Disney World did them some favors, but not too many. You know, they let them do it, but that's about as far as it went. So, you know, like they got no special, they didn't get to do it after hours. They didn't get like special together time. No, they just stand on line over and over, over and over, over again. And they waited in line and they didn't even know what seat they were going to get. So they ended up um, throughout their rides basically keeping tabs of whether they were in the front or back of the, you know, roller coaster, little train seats, which ended up making a big difference. You know, but it's pretty amazing to think about. So they're standing in line with their backpack full of pee over and over again. <laughs> and in the roller coaster, the backpack full of pee. And they don't really talk about it so much, but I wanted to know how securely sealed was that backpack 
because it's going through some a lot of jostling around. Mm-hmm. And particularly if I'm one of the people on the seats around, I would want to know that. They don't talk about it. But how securely sealed was that uh, backpack full of pee? Right. Well, and presumably every time they went through and they had to check to see what happened to the kidney stones, they would have to replace them in the original spots. Did they have to replace the pee? Did they have to drink, you know, <laughs> double deluxe size <laughs> Walt Disney Slurpees every two hours. I mean, there's. I feel like the methodology is a little incomplete. You know, it's a fair point. You know, earlier in the podcast, we have talked about the replication crisis in one of the papers. You know, it's, it's very hard, meaning it's actually the whole point of science that you can replicate other people's work. It's kind of the foundations of science. Uh, but it's actually, if you read people's methods, you can't actually do it that well some of the time, mm-hmm. hence the replication crisis. And here it is right here. You know, we don't know. How many Slurpees did this man drink before <laughs> before and after? We may never know. We we don't know. And um, so they went on the they went again and again. We actually don't even know. Did they have to pay for a pass? Did they get in free? They don't talk about it. What would no, you guess? It's very not transparent. Well, based on uh, the fact that at the beginning of the paper it says that they have no grants to acknowledge i i'm assuming that they paid for their own (laughs) tickets unless maybe walt disney took pity on them as you know lowly scientists and let them in but i doubt it yeah i think walt disney world did them a minimum of favors it's like you can do bring in the pee but you gotta pay yeah that's right (laughs) maybe they had to pay extra for it maybe they had to pay another ticket (laughs) yeah so and um that's sacrifice folks so they went on this roller coaster mm-hmm. 20 times mm-hmm. with the with the backpack full of pee. Which was enjoyable? Was it, I mean... You know, it's funny. They don't talk about it here, but they he did talk about it in a talk he gave later, which is on YouTube, and I watched. And he said, riding the roller coaster 20 times, the first 10 times was awesome. The second time, second 10 was terrible. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. you know, and I should say, this kind of makes sense because he's sort of, I think there might be an age thing here because this man seem, seems older. And so I imagine the uh, his neck and his spine were not all that delighted with him after yeah. after doing well, this. Well, and for anyone who's ridden the Big Thunder Mountain Railroad, you know that it's not the smoothest of rides they even describe it in the methods (laughs) which i love as well the roller coaster has twin tubular steel rails and it did not go upside down the maximum speed was 35 miles per hour the model was subjected to sharp turns and quick drops during the ride which lasted two minutes and 30 seconds but i have to say like for for roller coasters that's nothing roller coasters these days can go over 100 miles an hour but and do they shake your brains out and like <laughs> spin your ovaries into a twist? Not like Big Thunder Mountain. That's true. Which and is why it seems to be so successful. That's true. For it's this very shaky. And so, uh, but what uh, what yeah. did they find after what what their back they went on with their backpack full of pee twenty times on this very not very quick but very rattly railroad roller coaster? Mm-hmm. And uh, what happened? Well, so the big picture results just to get to the quick of it was they found that 70% of kidney stones can pass by riding this roller coaster. That's true. But it really depended mm-hmm. where it was. Apparently, you have kidney stones in many places. It really depended on the location of where it was in your body. And? Where you were on the roller coaster. Yes. 
So where do you want to ride if you are have the best chance of passing your kidney stone? Well, I'm going to guess. I mean, I don't know this about you, but I'm guessing that you're the kind of person that gets carsick. Oh, what? That's such an assumption. I, but I, I have the sense about you. Am I wrong? Yeah, ah! most of the time. See, not an assumption because I know you. Ah. Uh... So, but there's a reason I'm asking. So as a carsick person, where do you get more carsick? In the front or in the back? In the back, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. So, and they found that, and because it's kind of more shaky in the back or something, I bet it's the same thing here. So. Yeah, there's more whipping around maybe a little bit. It's, yeah. So that's what they found here. Like more kidney mm-hmm. stones passed if you really were in the back rocks, of the roller coaster. Rocks your socks. <laughs> rocks the rocks out of your <laughs> Rocks the rocks out tubes. of you. So that's what they found. It was that roller coasters could work for helping relieve you of kidney stones at least part of the time. Mm-hmm. And one of my favorite lines in the, this paper in the discussion section is they say, many people in the United States probably live within a few hours drive of an amusement park <laughs> containing a roller coaster with features capable of dislodging these kidney stones. However, physicians and their patients should consider, you know, the size as well as the medical history before they recommend someone going to an amusement park to rattle their kidney stones out. But, you know, this is the trouble right now because we're living at least at the moment we're recording this podcast. There's not a roller coaster, I believe, anywhere in the world. At least not Thunder Mountain. I believe at this moment there is not one roller coaster in the world that's probably running right now. I don't know if that's true. I think it depends on on the state and the maybe country. that's true i don't some, maybe like in belarus they mm-hmm. still so my point is go to belarus where mm-hmm. they're because they were still so where they can best chance with their best chance so for those of you listening mm-hmm. with kidney stones and the the one listener we have maybe that's you you can't use be. this method at the statistically, moment statistically it's it's possible it um, is possible you could try to recreate you know the effects of a roller coaster by having maybe someone pull you really fast in a wheelbarrow and shake it around a lot and (laughs) i don't know jostle you as much as possible what about mountain biking down a really steep trail of course you might very well die yeah that's a risk calculation what are like other very shaky Mm. things a washing machine not shaky enough not usually something like an industrial shaker yeah, like those old school, you know, 1930s vibrator machines. <laughs> Find one of those. Hook that baby up. That's right. You know, another thing I really enjoyed was uh, at the end of their results, they talked about uh, things they would like to do in this work, uh, but they were found difficult. Um, so they said, so they for this, they used a silicone model of a kidney, of the patient's kidney. But, you know. That's not an actual kidney. So wouldn't True. it be nice to use an actual kidney? But there were troubles there. So, and quote, bovine and porcine, that is um, cow and pig, uh, bovine and porcine renal models were deemed impractical as patient targets for study owing to ambient temperatures <laughs> and the imp- inappropriate display of such material in a family-friendly amusement park. So it was okay to use human urine and model, but not animal? <laughs> No kidneys. Only the only meat we want to see is in hamburger form. Yeah, totally <laughs> different. But no meat when riding. Not on my on the ride. ride. No way. No urine-soaked meat. Only for if God's I'm sake. throwing it up myself on yes, the ride. Exactly. Which makes me actually think: like, how many other 
medical conditions might we be able to treat through amusement parks? What do you think? I haven't thought about it yet. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there is the ride I'm thinking of, which is the rotor. Have you ever been on the rotor? No, the rotor. So it's a cylinder. And then everyone stands against the wall. And then it starts rotating. Oh, those they have those at like county fairs. County fairs. So they have the element of danger because you know they're not maintained all that well. Yeah. And they're always the, missing a few screws. Exactly. And then the floor drops out. And so you're because of the centrifugal force of this, you're pinned against the wall. Mm-hmm. So maybe that could shake some things loose. I mean, maybe they could get a baby out of you. If you're <laughs> just like, I'm, I need this baby out of me right now. Oh, that's an excellent point because they did actually recommend that for uh, pregnant patients. Um, for ro- they had a roller coaster recommendation here. Let's see if I can find this. Uh-huh. Um, they said uh, to can- ride it if you're pregnant. They did. Uh, women with small kidney stones who are planning to become pregnant should consider riding moderate <laughs> intensity roller coasters before starting vitamin calcium and vitamin D supplements. <laughs> you hear that? Take your folic acid, but first make sure you ride Big Thunder Mountain, baby. Exactly, because you have to take these supplements. You want to make sure you cleanse yourself out of any like residual calcium that's like building mm. up in your kidneys. So <laughs> that's right. I do like that the authors also pointed out that, you know, the study was obviously limited to a silicone kidney, but also was only limited to one particular roller coaster because that roller coaster was named as effective. But there's a whole world of roller coasters out there one day to to try out. And there was the other problem, which is that this is the... Surprisingly, it was Walt Disney World that allowed them to do this. I think mm-hmm. of Walt Disney World as being... Being a very large Omni corporation, that's not necessarily the easiest to work with. I don't know if that's true, but I just imagine that's true. But they allowed them to do this research. No one else has allowed them to go back to do this research. So sad. I guess Walt Disney just is so used to so much pee everywhere from all the kids. <laughs> it's like, what's one more bag of pee? So my point is, is that, it, but but you're right. Like, there's key questions here for you know what if what about if you're on a roller coaster that does go upside down yeah. what if you're on a roller coaster that's 130 miles an hour right is it about you know smooth versus not smooth is it about speed is it about like i don't know rate of change of speed angles there's just there's so much opportunity for and following up on this study wood roller coasters versus steel mm-hmm. you know carnival roller coasters which are not put together as well so there's like genuine yeah. adrenaline rush of knowing you may actually die yeah. on this Age roller coaster of the coaster yeah so whether you of- scream or not <laughs> yeah, oh, one thing that wasn't answered in the paper for me as well was you know how painful was it to pass those stones or fragments of stones while on the roller coaster like are you screaming with agony as you're riding or are you just screaming with the joy and you just happen to pass you're like oh wow well that that happened that's great you will know you know so many unanswered questions and as i mentioned before this this uh paper has actually won the nobel prize that's right well a kind of of nobel prize it won the ig nobel prize which is um, the Nobel Prize for the most ridiculous actual scientific work. And it's, I think it won the Ig Nobel Prize for medicine. I believe that was a category mm-hmm. in 2018. So, but nonetheless, bravo! it is still a Nobel Prize winning piece of work. You know, another small thing I noticed about this work is that um, they rode on the roller coasters with their uh, backpack full of pee in 2008. But this thing only got published eight <laughs> years later. <laughs> I wondered about that as well. There's so many stories there, I'm sure. Is it that they were trying to get published this whole time or just sat <laughs> in the back of a file cabinet and they just 
forgot about it. I'd like to think with that bottle of pee. Yes. <laughs> I so, feel like they just hoped and hoped they'd they'd be able to recreate and just still haven't had that opportunity to do it. That's true, but I feel like we're on the verge. I mean, everyone's, you know, medicine and public health are on people's minds right now on the verge of all new treatments. Mm-hmm. Maybe sitting on the back of a garbage truck is going to cure you of kidney stones and maybe it'll solve your back problems. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Alter- yeah. Alternative medical treatments. I think it's really time for a creative explosion in medicine. You know, if doctors are starting to write prescriptions for people to go outside, they can write prescriptions for them to go ride a roller coaster to shake their kidney stones out. I mean, I just think it's it opens up a whole world of possibilities. That's a fair point. And in fact, you can do both together because most mm-hmm. roller coasters are in fact outside. Mm-hmm. You're right. So, so, what's the next thing you're going to do for taking care of your health? Because you're an out-of-the-box thinker. You're known for that. I don't know. I, I'm likely going to be driving through Arizona soon. So, perhaps if there's a chance for me to, like, zip line all the way down the Grand Canyon, that could, you know, be really helpful in some way. You know, I love that idea. In fact, this ties back to this paper because they actually mention that people have passed kidney stones by bungee jumping. And their source was Taiwan Daily News, which no longer exists. So that's a very creditable source. Hmm. So maybe Lovely. you could consider bungee, bungee jumping. jumping the Grand Canyon. Yes. Just in case. I might have some undiscovered stones. That Or, or other issues. Perhaps you have yeah. some misalignment mm-hmm. in your chakras. Just whip it into shape. Exactly. <laughs> whip something into shape as you get in whipped nature. around. In nature, outside. Well, I guess that's it for this week of Discussion Dome. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Play, and on the Discussion Dome website. Bye, everybody. You have to say bye. Oh, bye, and hope you're not in pain from those kidney stones.